Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Health Disparities Podcast. I'm Dr. Rose Gonzalez, a nurse member of the Executive Steering Committee of the Movement is Life Caucus, promoting physical mobility to improve the quality of life. I will serve as your host for today's podcast, and I'm so excited that I'm joined by a colleague of mine um, whose name is Lynn She was a participant of our Operation Change program at the Grace Baptist Church in Mount Vernon, New York. How are you doing there today, Lynn? I am doing so great, so well. And I I, I attribute a lot of my progress to Operation Change. It gave me a new outlook on life and how I approach life in terms of health. The knowledge I gained is is invaluable, and I continue to to grow and build on the progress I've made. I miss it. You miss <laughs> I, it. Yes, I do miss it a lot. Tell me a little bit, just a little bit more about yourself and your background and your connection to Grace Baptist Church. Okay. Well, right now I'm a retired educator. I've been retired for about ten years now. I worked for over 40 years in education, all, all levels, all, all things from library to coach to mentoring to teaching. And now I just enjoy volunteer work. I volunteered at the Botanical Gardens. Of course, it's been closed, just got open. I volunteer at my church, which is Grace Baptist Church. So I was very happy when they, um, introduced this program, I, I, I was happy to be included in the first batch. It's, like I said, has changed my life tremendously because I'm more conscious of what I eat. I try to do my exercise, you know, every single day. Uh, one of the good things about the program is we got Fitbit. So I was always active, but the Fitbit helps me to be more accountable. So now I'm conscious of trying to get the recommended 10,000 steps a day. The information in terms of the doctors coming to to lecture us and focus in on diabetes, dementia, uh, healthy foods. That was a good part of the program, bone, Alzheimer's. It was a wealth of knowledge. I gained insight in terms of how the body works and what you can do to ward off some of these things. Yes, you're going to get older. I'm in my 70s, but um, there's certain things you can do so that you, you don't leave it up to faith. Let's say you can be proactive. And that's what they, they um, gained, gained in terms of the information, watching videos, hearing them lecture. Oh, wow. I also enjoyed the different workouts. The, the dancing, the different dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was fun. The chair exercises. It was very well-rounded affair. And because of that, I said, well, I'm going to continue. This, you know, this is not going to be just do it and that, that's over and done with. So mm-hmm. since then, I've always been active in terms of... Um, 
go exercise into a certain extent, walk into a certain extent. But like I said, the Fitbit held me more accountable. So when the program was over, I got involved with another program called Heart Smarts. And that was more of the same, keeping our steps every day, um, doing it um, constantly. I didn't realize how much salt goes into food, the hidden sugar. So now I'm really conscious of reading the labels. I'd rather cook more so right. I can drink all that. So that's one of the reasons why I, I have the blood pressure thing. I check my blood pressure. My In my family, there there is a history of high blood pressure. Uh, diabetes runs in my family. Alzheimer's runs in my family. So again, I'm trying to be proactive. Um, my my blood pressure is, is reasonable, although I've been informed that the new normal is like 110, 120 is beginning to be high. I'm right. That close, that close. Right. <laughs> I'm staying in the 130s, but I'm making progress. It sounds like you've made some changes um, in your life um, because of Operation Change. So I'm going to just yes. tell the, the listeners what um, Operation Change is, which is really a community based behavioral change program targeted at women who are African American. Hispanic, Latina, or live in rural communities who are obese and experiencing joint pain due to limited mobility. The Operation Change Program includes structured physical activity and is focused on awareness and education to motivate sustained behavior change, all of which you talked about. And the lack of mobility frequently leads leads to obesity and, like you said, high blood pressure, diabetes, the program helps an individual, a woman like you, to kind of gain more knowledge and then to adopt behaviors that would continue to help her if she wants to stay healthy. So when you first just want to talk before, because I know you've, you've shared a lot about what the program is doing and how you progress. But when you first heard about the program, what were your some of your initial thoughts when they first brought it up to Grace Baptist Church? Well, uh, my initial concern was that it was like an 18-week commitment. And mm-hmm. I know they wanted you to come every Saturday. Tell me about um, what you thought about Operation Change when you first heard about it at Grace Baptist Church. What were your thoughts and how did you feel about joining the program? Well, I I was happy to join. It was a huge commitment. I know that we had to give 18 weeks and I had scheduled uh, a couple of trips before I knew about the program. But once I was assured that I could still continue, I, I just missed two. I was so happy to be kept into the program. I enjoyed the teams that we worked with. Uh, some of the women in my team, we I still talk to because uh, I didn't know everybody in the church and we didn't know all. And we, now we send cards to each other. We call each other. We try to encourage each other to walk 
still to eat properly. And um, some of the things, the exercises we joke about because of, you know, the dance routines that we develop. Right. Uh, so so right. I, I really enjoyed uh, that collaboration. So then talk to me a little bit. What, what color of the team were you on? I was on the yellow team. So you were on the yellow team. And the teams yeah. are, um, all the participants are broken up into groups, right? Into yeah. these teams that become their, their um, group for the whole 18 weeks. So, um, and you have an individual there um, who is responsible for that team and guiding that team, a motivational interviewer, we call them. So, you, you start out with a program that first, you, and we'll get back to the speaker, and then um, you did some exercises. But talk to me a little bit about your team and how that helped you during the program. What kind of things happened during that team encounter that helped you through that program? Well, I first want to talk about how we got into the teams, which I thought was a great thing because it was... The, Everybody was handed these different color folders, and then we found out, well, you're going to be in the yellow team. But it was arbitrary. Uh, So you didn't get to sit with friends or people that you knew. So part of that uh, educational leader, well, my uh, coach was Adele Daly, Adele Daly, was getting us to interact with each other, build that trust, let uh, let everybody know that it was open, and um, whatever we, conversation we said, we can you know know that we're not going to take it back. It was an gossip session, but it was a support session. Right. Uh, so, so you were put into you were given a folder. You were put into this team, and it was deliberate that you weren't going to be totally with maybe the person you had come with. To the program, but it was going to be a brand new kind of group. Yes. Um, what were your feelings when you realized you were in this group and you weren't with uh, anybody else? Uh, you know, because basically, I, I, I know that I was in church. Not everybody in the group went to Grace Church, but that was okay. Everybody was trying there to get the best of themselves, to become okay. better, to um, grow. So it was like-minded people. So that didn't bother me at all. So, so and, there was a group uh, of you who were, who were like-minded, who had come there to really work on themselves, right? To, yes. to do something good for themselves. Now, what, what kind of um, helped you in that journey for the change? What do you think may have been some of the you know, most impactful things that happened during that journey that helped you become a newer self of Lynn? I think the testimonies from the different, not not just in my team, other teams talking about how and why they got there, what they had to overcome, what they're trying to overcome, um, it was very emotional, you know, not everybody was at the same level and we had to support one another. You know, there were some people that walked with a the walker. There were some people that, that had 
like braces and um, but they were all trying to move, all trying to grow, all trying to be the best possible self that they could be. Wow. So um, I think because we want top athletes that we knew that we could do this and we encouraged each other um, in any shape, form, or fashion. The fact that we called each other and said, well, just how are you doing? You can get, get through that. And if everybody, if anybody was absent, especially, you know, we'd call to see, well, are you okay? That's the type. So it was a very comforting atmosphere. Okay. Um, the questions that were asked of us were thought-provoking. I remember we had to do evaluations of the speakers. Right. And the, the, the doctor, the various doctors, and I'm so grateful to, to um, Grace because we had a variety of doctors in the different areas. And you could, I like that one and one that you could ask the questions and get, you know, answers in real time. Not in real time. Reading. Right. So, talk, Lynn, so the program starts with a speaker, right? The uh, we always, they always uh, planned a speaker to, to share some information about either um, some medical issue, whether it's uh, arthritis, whether it's uh, heart disease, whether it's uh, emotional support, because we see that depression is huge among, um, you know, uh, a women, um, especially women um, uh, who have gone through life's journey and have had challenges posed to them. So these speakers, you felt comfortable with them and it provided an uh, uh, opportunity for you to um, ask questions, right? It's, it's yes. like something you never really get when you're in a provider encounter, right? Like right. you go to see a physician or a nurse practitioner and you have a short amount of time, but now you have somebody coming to you for an hour sharing information. So you felt comfortable. Very. And, and um, was there one special speaker that you really learned the most from or were really surprised at? Um, I would say there was one. I mean, a I learned a lot more about arthritis, for example, okay. and how the body works because I that's another one of my ailments is arthritis and I I I have it in my shoulders and neck. So there was things that they spoke about that, you know, to help you relieve it and what you can do. It's also about what you eat and inflammation. So um, whether it was knowledge about the sugar and the salt intake okay. and the statistics that sh shot me. I always knew that um, African-Americans had more high blood pressure and more diabetes, right. but, but why? And again, it's food choices, et cetera. Mm -hmm. something that you're conditioned to, to eating and that you have to want to change. Right. Um, and it's, it's gradual. It's not done overnight, mm -hmm. but you have to have the, the mindset to do it. So the speakers really were specific in terms of suggestions, resources that you could read on your own also as follow-up. I like wow. the idea that we had to journal 
That was another right. way that we got close because as we talked about in our journals about what we did for the day, what might have been temptations for us, what might have gotten us off track, what we mm-hmm. did to uh, get back on track, we were able to share that in our groups. And so uh, what I was going to ask, so you had a speaker, gave you information and really get, went down into some depth. So you gained an understanding of what some things might be under your control to change. Yes. And, and many people came there because they wanted to work on their life. And then the journal helped you kind of document the change and held you accountable as well as that team, right? Your supportive yes. team, because yes. you learn about something, you say, oh, maybe I should try that. Maybe that'll help me. And then you try it, right? You may, maybe you felt better. And then you document it and you say, hey, that really worked. Report out. And so how was the team when you were reporting out? Well, did they ever get to you and say, that wasn't what you're supposed to do? How was the team? <laughs> no, no, they did hold us accountable. We, we, one of the things we wanted as a team is to, to not only eat right, drink more water. And we learned all about the benefits of uh, drinking water and cleansing our body. Mm-hmm. So in the journals, we put down how much we did or whatever, we, you know. So then if one of us said, oh, well, I had a potato chip binge or uh, a French fry binge <laughs> or, uh, or, or chicken fry, we know that fried foods are not good, but we're all weak. <laughs> right, right, right. So we just say, okay, you had it. Now you can go for it and, and, and get back on track. So, um, yes. like I said, help in us to you know say don't get down on yourself just because you slip you can right so there was no not really punishment but you know saying okay so maybe you fell off the wagon but you can get up and you could do it again and 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 they'll be there to to help you on that journey exactly and then also we saw results because a lot of the things is like i think it was every six weeks we got to measure we got to weigh and um take out blood pressure so mm-hmm. you actually saw progress right okay so yeah. that's encouragement you know it's one thing to do all of this and there's no weight loss no uh, you know you're not feeling anybody you're not increasing whatever it is that you're trying to do the right. proof was in the pudding Right. So what you're saying is with, with Operation Change, we do assessments of individuals just yes. for their for for your own purpose, for the participants own purpose. And we do blood pressure. We do weight. And it's not a weight loss program. But, you know, you, t- you sometimes see a loss in weight if you're if you decrease, if you're more mindful of what you're eating, you're journaling. You're moving more and you might see some weight change and that weight change. Then we come in, I think, at nine weeks and then at 18 weeks, some people improve by walking faster because they weren't walking at all. And so now the speed of their walk has increased or, you know, they're just more limber or less pain. Um, So one of the things to encourage movement, because movement becomes boring at times, was they had, they always had a movement program. So I heard you say something about, um, 
Did you do an Afrobeat or uh, praise dancing? What what were some of the things that they did in in your movement segments? Uh, From praise dancing to Afrobeat to to, uh, chair exercises to like tapping almost. Wow. Um, Gregory Hines. Yes. <laughs> to to um, floor exercises that we had, that yoga we did, yoga. the mats, mm-hmm. um, you name it. <laughs> we experimented in it. It was different types of music also. We did so, Lynn, it. I was just going to ask you, would you, um, So I didn't catch that last phrase, so would you um, share again the, the dances that you were doing? So, you uh, you said jukebox was that what no, I heard? No kickboxing. Oh, kick! You did kickboxing. Yes. How, and you you did kickboxing. Yes. Was anybody afraid to do the kickboxing? Uh, we had a good time. <laughs> I'm scared of you now. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was very elementary now, but okay. learning now to pick up our legs and, and kick to a uh-huh. it, it was it was fun. Um, so you're doing yoga, uh, yes. you're doing kickboxing, you did some Afrobeat and some praise dancing. So what what is praise dancing? Well, it's listening to spiritual uh, music and expressing yourself that way. You're praise, oh. praising God, actually, but it's spiritual music as opposed to secular music. Okay. Uh, okay. But... Um, Everything was fun. When we did um, rap, <laughs> dance and rap too. So, I mean, we, we, were, we were very inclusive. We did uh, Caribbean music and danced to that. We did limbo. I mean, oh, no. name it, you, you name it, we, mm-hmm. did, we did it. Yeah, um, I did. Oh, wow. So are there any dances or did, are you still doing kickboxing or are you still oh, doing no, the that? No, that I, <laughs> I'm not doing. I still, but I like to dance. We did a lot of the step dances. I still, I still oh. do that, the line dances. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I still do. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll watch some videos and um, try to do some of the, the exercises that, you know, the steps that we were taught that much I incorporated into my overall um, health regime for myself. You know, I try to do like in the mornings, I, I start off, I, I do the strength training with the weights and mm-hmm. uh, running for a little while. I do um, calf raises. I, um, I try to do a variety of things, work on my breathing Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the evenings or early, late afternoons, I walk so I can mm-hmm. get my 10,000. I'm sticking with the 10,000 steps a day. And so there's some kind of movement. And then I kind of meditate and say, well, you know, you're in a better place now. What can you do to even put your purpose? Wow. Yeah. So, so sounds like you continue to challenge yourself on a yeah. daily basis. Were you doing a lot of these things before Operation well, Change? I was walking and mm-hmm. I did some exercise, but mm-hmm. not to the extent that I do it now. Wow. Like I said, I've joined other groups. So like I have some friends in Cincinnati who also have Fitbit. So on Wednesday, 
we do a, a Fitbit challenge. And why I like it, it's like the teamwork. Everybody chooses the level they want, the amount of steps they want to expire to. So it could be 6,000, 5,000, 10,000. You're not competing against each other. You're just competing against yourself and trying to make steps. So um, that's fun. And those that, that don't make the steps, we encourage them to go you can try again next Wednesday. So uh, and it's like with the Fitbit, with um, you can cheer people on and say mm-hmm. they encourage them. So the Fitbits are great. So so, so you have um, so you have a team. I think you said it was in Ohio, right? Was that that's, in Ohio? That's the Fitbit Challenge. The Fitbit Challenge app. team, which sounds yeah. great. And I'm a I you know lot, some people had trouble with the Fitbits, but. I mean, you're on a Zoom call, you're on, you do the Fitbit, and now you got a Fitbit challenge going on in yeah. Ohio. So yeah. you're really, you're really um, moving quite right along. So none of this stuff really intimidated you in the program. Oh, oh, d- most definitely the Fitbit intimidated me. Thank God for the people at Grace that they were able to sync and pair it. And I learned to use it. The Zoom, of course, uh, when that first came out, I was intimidated. Now I'm much more confident, but we we have no choice. <laughs> right. So, so that's good. Yes, yes. That's so, excellent. Yes. And then the groove. So you you early on in um as we were talking, you were you were talking about the group that you were in, the team yellow. And yes. you said something about that you still stay connected with them. So yes. do you, tell me about how you stay connected with them. Well, as I was saying, I see uh, some of them on Zoom because our church does have regular Zoom chesses, sessions in Bible study. And um, so, so you made new friends, you made yes. new friends and, and those friends and, and, and you have, have this program in common. So do you, you know, I know in your groups you used to stay together and motivate each other in the group, right? In Team Yellow. So yeah. is that something that still happens on your Zoom calls or on your phone calls or on your notes? Do, do other individuals, are they as engaged as you are uh, maintaining what they started with Operation Change? Well, I, the ones that I speak to, Yes, I'm sure Hazella would probably know even more because she was the overall group coordinator. Right. Um, and COVID has made it extremely difficult for us to, to meet on a regular basis, um, unfortunately. So it's more, um, like I said, by phone call or email or that, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But but I don't, very few people I know that I speak to on a regular basis have fallen off. They're continuing to get their steps in as best as they can, continuing to move, continuing to eat healthy, continuing nice. to, to watch, watch why they eat, continuing to, to read, okay, mm-hmm. something, educate themselves. Um, mm mm-hmm. And and listen to the spiritual music that, mm-hmm. that uplifts us. Nice. So, um, I'm going to try to summarize a little bit of what you you said throughout this conversation, which is, 
you joined Operation Change, you were ready to have a change. They kind of, in the way they divided groups into teams, pushed you to get to know other people than who you knew when you started. And in that team, you formed a group um, who held each other accountable and became friends and actually have continued to stay in touch and continue to work on leading healthier lives. And along that journey, due to the speakers, you learn some things about health, about mental health, about physical health, about pain, arthritis, heart disease, and you were exposed to a variety of movements and, and exercises that you could then continue on your own. And it sounds like from what I hear you saying is it kind of motivated you to even stay connected with the group, but also to try other programs so that you can continue on your wellness and healthy journey. Exactly, exactly. Not only uh, the program in Cincinnati with the Fitbits, there's like I said, another program that's over now, but it was Heart Healthy, which concentrated again, more information on correct foods, um, focusing on uh, diabetes, focused on um, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. and different other diseases that affect the African-American community mm-hmm. and how we can, it can do a better job of controlling them. We saw, we saw links to different movies that talked about the food industry that, that fascinated me and how, how commercials get you to eat the wrong things to suggest right. you, you don't you. even think about it. Right, the pro mm-hmm. product placement. So I said, oh, yes, yes. And different suggestions for healthier meals. Uh, mm-hmm. Before before operation change, I wouldn't even think about having no meat. So they really pushed you to explore new ways to be healthy in yes. some ways. They, they kind of almost laid it out there for you. They didn't force you, right? It wasn't forced or anything. They just kind of exposed you to this. And then you started to feel better and say, well, I'm going to try that now. I'm going to yes. try that now. What a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And I'm just excited that you stayed connected. And, and you know, for, for the listeners, Mount Vernon New Ro- is right near New Rochelle, who was the first impacted by COVID. Now, um, the coronavirus early in March, and we had actually, we were going to kick off the program. We had um, actually done the kickoff for the program. We did the training and the kickoff for the program, the second year of Operation Change at Grace Baptist Church. But unfortunately, the huge breakout of the coronavirus, the devastating uh, impact it's had on Latino and African-American communities was horrible. And uh, most of what um, impacted them was not only the social determinants of health, but all those comorbid conditions that you talked about, Lynn, the hypertension, the diabetes, the obesity, all, and now you're more cognizant, you're more aware. It's like Operation Change has opened your eyes. Look, that commercial is just trying to entice us to eat some bad food. So hopefully, hopefully the program has made a difference. And it sounds like it has made a difference for you and a lot of the people who went to your program. So if you could um, 
share your insight to someone who was thinking about it and say, why would you want them to join? Why would anybody want to join Operation Change? What would be your big takeaways that you would say to somebody? I would say don't hesitate. Uh, the time, you're enjoying yourself so much that the 18 weeks go by and you end up missing that you can't do it anymore, the program. You meet mm -hmm. great friends, you get great information, and um, it does change your life if you're serious about it. If, mm -hmm. if you want to do well, you will do well. Um, and not everybody's going to come out equal. It's, it's um, an equal effort, and you'll see results. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, no one is going to be a marathon runner. No one is going to be an Olympic swimmer, but we will move, and movement is life. <laughs> yes, that, this isn't a boot camp, right? Or this yeah, isn't a training no. for the marathon. This is about, no. you know, trying to become more aware of a path towards um, good health, right? Yes. Um, and wellness and, and staying and living a full life, it sounds, because now you've also made friends, right? Friends along this journey that you have stayed in touch with and could be there to be supportive. So it sounds like you had a really wonderful opportunity and a wonderful experience with Operation Change. Yes. Well, I'm so glad you were able to join it. So... I think I'm going to um, thank our listeners now for joining us on this edition of the Health Disparities Podcast. And I hope that you found this um, listening to Lynn's journey in Operation Change. I hope you find it a little thought-provoking, maybe inspiring. And, you know, anyone can change if they want to, but they put their mind to it. So from all of us at Movement is Life and the Health Disparities Podcast, I thank you for joining us today. Stay safe, stay well, and join us again soon. Thank you and bye-bye.